Welcome to the Family Life Christian Fellowship Podcast. Become a light today. Featuring Pastors Larry and Yvonne Clark. This message will teach, empower, encourage, and even challenge you in your walk with the Lord. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit familylifeonline.org. And now, here's this week's speaker. Father, we thank you this morning for each person that's here. And Lord, we're not here as individuals. Lord, this morning we're here as a body of caring people that have been united by your faith. And we thank you, Lord God, that we have that spirit of faith, the same spirit of faith that Moses had when he opened up the Red Sea, the same spirit of faith that Daniel had when he stood in the lion's den, glory to God, the same faith that Joshua had when he walked around those walls and they came tumbling down, the same faith that Jesus had to die on the cross and to rise again. We thank you, Lord, that we have that spirit of faith. So we've gathered together in faith, believe in your word. We've come not only to receive, Lord, but we've come to give. So we yield ourselves, as we've done all through this service, yield ourselves to the power of the Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you, to speak through me today to your people. And I declare that your people have listening ears. And we hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the churches, Lord. We are hearing glory to God and receiving our assignment as we go forth and do great things. Things, Lord, that you've done, but you said they're greater things. So as we open our eyes today, we thank you, Lord, the eyes of our understanding are being enlightened that we may know what is the hope of your calling. As we look out beyond the horizon, Lord, our eyes are open to see things that we've never seen before. Our ears are open to hear things we've never heard before. And Lord, our hearts are open to understand things that we've never understood before and so that we can do the impossible, the things that we've never done before because all things are possible to him that believe it. We thank you, Lord. We praise you this morning that your word is powerful and quick and sharper than any two-edged sword. We thank you for the anointing here that destroys every yoke and removes every burden today. Glory to God. So in that, we give you praise and honor and glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Everybody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, Jesus. Glory. Well, we're talking about the good good mirror. Somebody said the good, good mirror. good, good mirror. Now, why do we have a good, good mirror? Because we have a good, good father. father. Yeah, hallelujah. So the good, good father has given us a good, good mirror because he knows, he knows that we are made in his image and his likeness and we need to see something. Okay? He's designed us to see beyond the natural. And even though we're natural and we live in a flesh and blood and bone body, yet we are spirit and we're not made to look at just what's out in front of us. Because just looking out in front of us will help us in this natural realm. Like if there was a hole there, I need to look and see what's in front of me with my natural eyes because there's a natural hole. <laughs> Glory to God. But when it comes to my future or my life, 
and what God has for me, it's beyond what I can see. So I have to learn how to look beyond the natural, the physical. Look here, look beyond the facts and see truth. Because facts won't make me free, it's the truth that will make me free. Amen. It will make me free to do what I've been called to do, to fulfill my destiny. Okay, I'm going to say it again. Keeping our eyes focused on what we see in front of us will never bring us to a place where we fulfill destiny. All right? It's only by learning to see what you can't see. And how we start doing that is looking through the mirror. And everybody bring their mirrors today? <laughs> Some people got their mirrors on their phone. Amen. I hope Tasha got her mirror on her phone today. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory. Now you brought your phone. Don't be texting or doing anything else. Hallelujah. And if you have a phone, a smartphone, make it smart. <laughs> if you got a smartphone, you need to have an app with a Bible. You need to have a Bible app on your smartphone. Because if you don't, your, your phone is not smart. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Glory. Praise God, we got all these other kind of apps on our phone, and we're born again, and we don't have a Bible on our phone? Ah, uh, that's not smart. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. The phone is smart. We're not acting smart. Amen. So I encourage you, if you have a phone, a smartphone, or a pad, a tablet, make sure you have where you can get the Bible on that. Amen. And still have your Bible, physical Bible, where you can open it and read. Your Bible is a mirror. Say this, my Bible is a mirror. It's a good, good mirror. Now, we all know that the Bible wasn't always in print, but they had scrolls back in the day. And even before the scrolls, they had, um, well, let's see what Abraham used. The God told Abraham, God wanted to fulfill Abraham's destiny. He was destined to have many sons. Okay? We used to sing a little song to kids. Father Abraham has many sons. Many sons have Father Abraham. Well, Father Abraham didn't know. He wanted a son, but he couldn't have children. That was a fact, wasn't it? He was 75 years old at the time, uh, 90 years old, 100 years old. Wife was 90. We started out 75. Okay? They couldn't have children. Now he's 100 years old. She's 90 years old. They're old. And it was a fact that they couldn't have children. Somebody says it's a fact. It was a fact that Abraham and Sarah couldn't have children. All right. But God had destined for Abraham to have many children. But he didn't even have one. See? God has your destiny already planned and it is an excellent plan, and it's an excellent future for us. Amen. Amen. He has plans mapped out for us, good thoughts for us, that we will have a hope in the future. It's not a bad one. It's a good one. It's an excellent one. It's one that we'll be happy all the days. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory. Amen. See, when you're walking in God's plan, you'll be happy. Even if things, the facts don't line up, the truth is truth. <laughs> Hallelujah. See? So Abraham had, now he didn't have a Bible like we didn't have a tablet, iPad, whatever. 
He didn't have a parchment paper or a scroll. But you know what he had? God, the good, good father, designed Abraham to look beyond what he could see. You know what he had? God told him one night, a nice, beautiful, bright, starry night, he said, Abram, look up at the sky, and what do you see? He said, stars. He said, so shall your seed be. <laughs> Woo! And one time he said, look at, the, look at the sand. And the grains of the sand, your seed, your seed shall be numerous as the grains of the sand. See? That was his Bible. So every time, you know, the fact says, hey, you don't have any children, what are we going to do? Look up. <laughs> See the star. I would say Abraham was looking at me. <laughs> yeah, he was looking at you. Yeah. Aren't you the seed of Abraham? Yeah. He didn't know that was Larry. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> Don't you know that your destiny is to be a star that shines? That's, we've been destined. I'm not talking about Hollywood stars. I'm talking about South Jersey residents who have now become stars because we're in another kingdom. We're in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Somebody say star. Somebody say, I am a star. Isn't that our vision? What's the star? We saw that on the clip. We're lights in South Jersey in the world. We have a torch that lights on the inside of us. We've been destined to go into dark places and bring light. You know, you know if you're a light, you don't have to do anything to be a light. Just let it, let it shine. <laughs> look at somebody and say, let it shine. God, look, look, we're concerned about doing stuff. You know, I got to do this, and I, I got to do this for the Lord, and I got to do this, and I got to do that. He said, just say, be a light. Just shine. Amen. Amen. And when you shine, the darkness has to what? Flee. Woo. Somebody said that, said, when I shine, darkness has to flee. Amen. Don't you know we determine our surroundings? We determine our surroundings. I'm going to say this. What took place in Charlottesville shouldn't have taken the place if the church would know or last that long, the church would know who they were and stop the stuff. Now, we're blaming on, you know, Mr. Trump, and we're blaming on, you know, this and Supremus and, and all this. No, 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 no. Who is the light in the midst of the darkness? We don't know who we are. See? We don't know who we are. We have something to say. We're to shine in the midst of darkness, holding forth the word of life, and people's lives will change. So God wants to mature us to a place we know who we are and go into the darkness and let it shine. Hallelujah. Somebody say it again. Let it shine. Say it again. Let it shine. Say it again. Let it shine. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's who we are. Amen. And the way that we let it shine is take, keep our eyes in the mirror. Keep your eye in the mirror. Now, if you have your sheets from the other week, we made this statement. I'm going to read it and then we can say it. A mirror can only show, we're talking about a natural mirror. We've all looked at it. Everybody look in the mirror this morning? 
Raise your hand. I can tell who didn't. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, a mirror can only show what your body looks like. Only the word of God can show you who you are. Okay, remember you making that statement? I'm going to read it again. Say it with me. Well, follow me. Say, a mirror can only show, can only show what my body looks like. Only the word of God can show me who I am. Only the word of God can show you who you are. So that means we need the mirror. We need to look in the mirror every day and see who we are. The mirror tells you who you are. Okay? I, I just want to emphasize that. Say, so say it with me. The mirror, the mirror. shows me, shows me. Who, I am. who I am. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Now. Let's take a look at James 125. Oh boy. James 125. you find it, say amen. amen. Oh, I'm ahead of Pastor Larry. <laughs> Glory. Hallelujah. All right. You got it? Let's take a look at that. <coughs> James 1, 25. All righty. You got it? That's all. We're going to read that together. Uh, I'll tell you what, let's do this. Let's start with verse 22. Okay, we're going to start with 22. Ready, read. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any man be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Hallelujah. So our Bible is a mirror. Okay, when we look in the mirror, we see who we are. Okay? And he likens it to somebody looking in the mirror, his natural face, and he sees his face and then he walks away from the mirror and forgets what matter of man he is, what his face looked like. Okay, can you imagine going, looking in the mirror and you forget what your face looked like? Amen. Well, I'm quite sure we've done that. <laughs> and you, you forget. And some people, you know, they don't know. They look in the mirror. I mean, I'm side tripping now. They look in the mirror. It's beautiful. They come out of the mirror and they forget what matter of man they are. That, that, that is... That happens. And you look at the mirror, and the mirror shows a nice, nice person, beautiful face, and they walk out in the mirror and say, oh, that's uh, uh, so ugly. Uh, you forgot what you look like. You forgot what you look like. So when we look in this mirror, the Bible, the Bible says who we are, and we walk out and we forget what we look like. 
For example, I was thinking about this scripture came up this morning, and we've all read it. And first in, first, uh, in Colossians chapter 1, it says, Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son? Can you repeat it after me? Who has delivered me from the powers of darkness and has translated me into the kingdom of his dear son? Now, what's that saying? That verse is saying that he has already delivered me. Let's see how this mirror works. So I'm looking in the mirror. I'm looking at the word. The word says, you have been delivered from the authority of darkness, and now you're in the kingdom of his dear son. So you see that in the mirror. You heard it at church. But when you walk out, something takes place in the natural realm, and you forget. I'm delivered. Let's say you have a habit, you know, and you're trying to break this habit. And, you know, I don't, I don't need to be doing this. Matter of fact, a, a, a pastor friend of mine, my cousin, we were talking about this uh, yesterday, things like things about what we're talking about now, you know, being, uh, you know, especially food, okay? Uh, and you, you, got, you know you shouldn't be eating this certain kind of food, and, and, you know, and you're still doing it, and you're trying to do it, and you're trying to stop or you know, maybe, you know, your cigarettes or something like that or, you know, a person who's strung out on drugs. And, you know, they're born again and they're trying to stop this thing and they, and they can't because of the, what they see. is the fact that, you know, um, I have a sugar addiction. You know, that's a fact, you know. It's a fact that, you know, I might have a cigarette, but I, I don't really want this. So I need to be delivered. And, and we hear people preaching this. Well, you know, they need to be delivered. I'm talking about Christians. Well, what did the Bible say? See, what did the mirror say? The mirror said you've already been delivered. See, well, when, you, when you look at the circumstances, the circumstances said, no, you have this situation going on. But the mirror says you've been delivered from it and translated into the kingdom of this dear son. Now, what do you see? What do you do about that? Okay. The Bible says, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Let the weak say I'm strong. Well, in God's eyes, say, you are strong in him. But you can see your weaknesses and your infirmities and your struggles, and then you'll say, I'm weak. But see, that's looking in the mirror than forgetting what manner of man you are. See? The Bible said, don't do that. Let's look at it again. Don't, don't, don't look in the mirror. Look in the mirror and see what the mirror says. And then he says, if you continue in that. Somebody say continue. continue. Say, I must continue looking in the mirror. I must continue looking in the mirror. Say it again. I must continue looking in the mirror. I must continue looking in the mirror. <laughs> that's, that's meditation. You meditate on that word. You put that word in front of you. I've been delivered from the power of darkness. Yeah, I know what it looks like. I know what, you, what people are saying about me. But, Lord, your word says I've been delivered from the power of darkness. So I will say out of my mouth, I am delivered. I know I feel weak right now. I feel weak. You know, I don't feel like, you know, I, I can make it. But your word says, let the weak say I'm strong. So I'm saying I'm strong because that's what your word says. That's what the mirror says. When I look at this mirror, the mirror says, I am strong. See? 
So that means I'm going to say it now to continue in that means when you leave the mirror, you keep saying it. You keep confessing it. You keep saying it. You keep saying I'm strong. You know, we were uh, a few months ago, we we're talking about in First uh, Peter chapter 2, verse 8. Uh, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. That's a mirror. What am I? A chosen generation. A royal priesthood. I am a king. See? I'm a king. I reign. But right now, don't look like I'm a king. I don't feel like a king. Things around me, is, it says that you're not a king. They're, these are facts. But the mirror says, you are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. You reign in life by Jesus Christ, so what I, do I need to do? I need to continue in the mirror and don't be a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. See, sometimes when we're doing the work, we can't actually do anything, but what we do is we say. We say out of our mouth what the mirror says. Okay? See? You say out of your mouth what the mirror says. That's continuing in the mirror. Okay, you're not always going to have your Bible with you everywhere you go. But you, you, you speak it. You, when you do have it, you meditate on those scriptures. For example, by his stripes you were healed. You know, maybe we're going through some type of a, you know, pain. And, man, the pain is there. The pain is saying, you are sick. You know you're sick. The doctor report says you are sick. But the word of God says, by his stripes you were healed. Now, it is a fact. I don't deny the fact. I don't deny there's a pain. I don't deny... The report, but what do I do? I do deny is his rights to stay there because what the mirror says. Am I lying to say by his stripes I'm healed? Would it be a lie to say I'm healed? No, I'm speaking the truth. Is it a lie to say, somebody said, well, how do you feel? Well, you know, I really don't feel good. That's not a lie. That's you don't feel well. <laughs> okay, you don't have to go around telling everybody. If somebody asks you and they can see, you know, I'm not really feeling well today, but I just want to let you know what the mirror says. See, don't end the feeling with a feeling, but <laughs> just end the feeling. Always end your conversation with what the mirror says because that's how you're going to continue in the mirror. See, if you stop with the feeling, you didn't continue, did I? Okay, always let your words be what the mirror said. See it? Everybody get this? This is the truth. This is the fact. But truth will change facts. I'm going to say it. Truth will change facts. What's in this Bible will change the facts. You know why? Because God said it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Somebody say, God said it. Say it again. God said it. Say it again. God said it. And he don't lie. Woo, that's good. See? That's mirror talk. <laughs> mirror talk. We're talking what's in the mirror. We're doing things by the mirror. Okay? See? That's what God's called us. Say, mirror talks. Mirror talk. Hallelujah. All righty. Now, when we're looking in this mirror and we're continuing in it, the Bible said, You shall be blessed in your deed. You shall be blessed in what you do. The word blessed here means you shall be blessed. Uh, 
favored? Are God's abilities working through you? See, if we don't continue in the mirror, then God cannot continue and follow through. Anybody ever plays baseball or any type of sport? Even in pool. You know, shooting out, I don't play pool, but anybody shoot pool? Okay. And it, it, when you're shooting that, when hitting that ball with a stick, don't you have to follow through? In every type of sport, there's a follow through. When you're swinging and hitting that ball, you don't just stop when you hit the ball, but you follow through. All right? Well, see, if we stop continuing the word, There'll never be a follow-through. God cannot follow through with the blessing. Because we stopped. Now, where's God? Where's God? Where's God? Where's God? Where? No, but where is he? And yay! Somebody, where is he? So if you stopped here, where's God stopping? There, right? Yeah. And they tell me that the power is in the follow-through. Right? Ever see a guy swing a ball, hit the ball, and it's a home run? What's he doing? He has a good follow-through. You have to have a good follow-through. Because, see, God is in you. If you stop, he stops. Well, you know God can do anything he wants. No, he can't. That's what we've been told. God can do anything he wants. What's one thing God can't do? Tell me one thing God can't do. He can't fail. He can't lie. If he's already determined that he's going to work through you, wouldn't it be a lie for him to do something for you without working through somebody? He'd be a liar. Wouldn't he? How many of you just looking at it? Wouldn't he be a liar? Yeah. So he has to have somebody to follow through. That's faith and patience. So he's trying to get us to the place that we follow through so he can move us and continue so we come to the place that we are now the results of the blessing, blessed and happy. Okay. That word, one of the words blessed means blesses the man that Walk is not the counts on God, or blessed are, is the poor, you know, and, and the Beatitudes. That blessed means to be happy. Where God is now able to flow through you, his ability, to the place where your deeds has reached where it needs to go, you know, to follow through, and now you are happy. Think about that guy hitting that home run, isn't he? Happy. Why aren't we happy? Because we don't follow through. And let God's ability move through us to the place of completion. And then we're happy. See, my happy is not determined by anybody else. My happy is determined by me following through. Now, I can't follow through on my own. It takes the Holy Ghost to help me. See? It takes the Holy Ghost to help me follow through. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. It takes the Holy Ghost. Somebody say it takes the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost to, help to help me follow through. 
But that's what he's talking about. This man shall be blessed in his deeds because he continued. Yeah, see? And now he's reaping the result of that, all that power. That power, God's power, is now able to go. And when that, he swings that bat, hits that ball, and there's a follow-through. because Now the power is going. And even after the ball's gone, he's still following through. Okay? That's a good baseball player, a good any type of player. Okay? Somebody said follow through. So I will follow through. I'll put the word in my mouth, and I'll let it stay there. And i follow through. Okay? Now, when we look in this mirror, and we see what God says we are, don't, don't fight with that. Accept it. Receive it. If God said you are rich, then what are you? Rich. Now, I was reading the article, and they say, yeah, these, these uh, I guess the word of faith people, things like that, they're talking about people. They didn't say that, but they said people going around preaching, be rich, and said, the Bible says, if you will to be rich, you fall into snares and temptations. That's what the, that's what the word says. If you will to be rich, you're going to fall into a snare. If you will to be rich, but then, the, what's that? What's how's that line up with where he says it's the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow to it? But the, if that can't be true, or the Bible's contradicting itself. He said, "He that will be rich." Over here says, "Well, back and says Abraham was rich. You know what he was rich in? Huh?" He's your father. We should know. <laughs> we, we should know what Abraham was rich in. Huh? Cattle? Love? What else? Faith? What else? I'm talking about you, t- you give me spiritual thing. That's good. Yeah. There's three things. Yeah. It says gold, silver, and cattle. Livestock. Sheep. That's what he's rich in. So if he was rich, then what about the scripture? It says, he that will to be rich falls into the snares and temptations. So there got to be, see, when you, when you read the Bible, you got to, okay, now what's going on here? Does it seem like it's contradicting itself? That's when you need the Holy Ghost. <laughs> that's when you need to know we have a good, good father. And that's when you need to know you got a good, good mirror. You know what he's saying there? He that will to be rich? It's the people who don't know they're rich trying to get rich. See? You're trying to get rich. You're trying to get rich. Well, you know, if I work seven days a week, have two, three jobs, that don't work, does it? I'll get rich. <laughs> no, well, you know, I can't make it that way so I can finagle the books if I'm a business owner, you know. And what do you call it, embezzlement? I can be rich. I, I hear it's snare, snare, snare. You hear it? Snare. You're going to get caught. Because you will to be rich. Well, if I cheat somebody, you know, if I'm in a business and you know, I jacked the price up. 
Don't give them equal what they give me. So it breaks down, you know, you got you, you buy this little piece and and you paid a hundred dollars for it. They said, Man, this is gold statue. And you get it home, you see you rub it on <laughs> and the gold's coming off of your finger. <laughs> oh, I've been had. Doesn't that happen? But these people, they're willing to be rich. But see, we as the believer have a scripture that says that he was made poor that we might be what? Rich. And the blessing of the Lord, it what? Make us rich. Oh, glory. So what do we need to do? And I'll be honest with you, I haven't really looked into the mirror at that. You know, I was working some other things, but in the Lord, it's time for me to, time for us, all of us, because God's taking us to a different place, a higher place. We need to look at the mirror and say what it says. I am rich. Can you say it? I am rich. Say it again. I am rich. Now that rich, does, again, doesn't based on what kind of job you have. All right? Doesn't based on that. You can be a custodian. You can be a trash truck driver. And there's nothing wrong with those positions. But that's not going to make you rich. You can be a lawyer. There are some poor lawyers out there. There are some lawyers that, and I heard somebody say this, judges out there, they're in it, and they take money, and you pay them. You want to get off? Pay me some money. Oh, this is happening in our legal system. And they think they're getting rich, but they're going to fall into what? Snare. The Bible says, through Jesus Christ, he became poor that we might be what? Rich. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. See, that's, that's how we, we look into the mirror. And we stay in it and say it and say it and say it and say it, knowing who we are in Christ. I am rich. The blessing is make, has made me rich. I can have the gold, the silver, the cattle. That's all mine. Everything, I'm a join heir with Jesus Christ. That's, that's the mirror talk, see? Then Jesus said, we're, then the Bible said, we're heirs of God, join in with Jesus Christ. How many of us are saying that? That's the mirror. That's looking in the mirror. Now, can we look at the whole Bible one time? No. What do you need? What are you going through right now that you need mirror talk? I can't go through the whole Bible. What do you need right now that you need mirror talking? Is it in finances? Okay, is it in health? Well, take the mirror and find out who you are. See? Is it in relationships? Is it with your children? Find out what the word says about your children. That's your mirror. You look in the mirror. You tell your children, this is what the mirror says about you. Okay? Keep looking in the mirror. See? Let the mirror talk. Talk back to the mirror. Yes, that's what the mirror is saying. And you shall be what? Blessed in your deeds. That means... Happy? Because what you do worked. See it? Hallelujah. <laughs> That's happiness again. That's happiness. If we're not happy, your deeds ain't working. If your deeds ain't working, it's because you're not looking in the mirror and staying there. Oh, glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. How much we make or how much we get has nothing to do with your boss. and the Again, I said that type of job you have. It's what you see in the mirror. See, what you see in the mirror. 
and hold it there until it gets in you, until it starts coming out of your mouth, and then, you'll ch- and then we'll change things. Hallelujah. Glory. Now, let's go to, we'll end here with the day, I think. Go to Matthew chapter 18. Hallelujah. This is good, isn't it? Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 18. And I think it's 18. Hallelujah. Yeah. Uh, verse 18. Matthew 18, 18. Now, we're still looking in the mirror. Everything we're doing now, we're looking in the mirror. Okay, everything you do from now on, make your mind up. I'm going to look in the mirror first, find out who I am. Then based on that, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to say, and I'm going to do it. Amen. Hallelujah. And the Lord's going to begin to, he'll send people in. I still believe. Now, thank God for counseling. Thank God for AA. Thank God for all these agencies that help and I'm going to say it's because the church has not taught their people and trained us the way who, who we are and the light that we are because when we shine as light darkness has to flee now, I don't care what the addiction is what the problem is when that light shines that darkness go and that person is free Amen. you don't need cancel sessions but we need them because we low on the word, I mean, we, who we are. We're not the church, we're not acting like the church triumphant. Do you know the life that's flowing to us? God's life. We have his life. The same life that can't die. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us. Amen. And we now have his life. Amen. Oh, somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory. I mean, that should make you want to just jump up and down. I have life operating in me. <laughs> I have life operating in me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory. <laughs> Can you say, say, I have life operating in me, flowing in me. The same life that Jesus has. I have. Oh, Hallelujah. Woo! Glory! That's why you can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Hallelujah! It ain't your old life. It's the new life that's in you. Hallelujah! Glory! That's why we can speak this stuff and it has to change. Glory! Because what's coming out of your mouth? Life! Oh man, when we get a hold of this, when I speak, I can train myself so much to speak until the life force that's in me now comes out through my words. Woo! How do you think Jesus was able to do that? What he did? Because the life force was coming out of him in words. He said, the words I speak are what? Spirit. And they are what? Life. So now when I speak, that life words change stuff. Glory. Woo! Hallelujah. Oh, somebody say thank you, Jesus. All right, now, look at this. Look what it says here. Read verse 18 with me. Verily I say unto you, 
Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Okay, that's mirror. Mirror. See, everything's a mirror. Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. So we have the power in our words to do what? Bind and loose. Somebody say, say this with me. I have the power, have the power. In, my words, in my words to bind, to bind. and to loose. I always got to go back here because I even get caught up in this. Did that scripture say, now let's get the religious things off our eyes. Did, the, did that scripture say, whatsoever God will bind on earth? What's it say? Ye. Ye means who? Me. Then is that what it says? Did anybody see God in here? No. Now what, what does God have to do with this scripture? Say, what'd you say? Because he said it. <laughs> if he didn't say it, we didn't know. Mm-hmm. See it? See where God is involved? We don't leave God out of the equation. He's the one that said it. Amen. He said, somebody say this, say, God said, God whatsoever I bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever I loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Mm. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. I bind and I loose. How do I do that? How do I know what to bind and what to loose? Do I bind the devil? Do I loose the devil? Sometimes you need to loose the devil. He grab a hold of you. What are you going to do? Loose me. Sometimes you got to loose. Well, is that in scripture? Yeah. The woman, she was bowed over. How many years? 18 years. That's what she was. How many years? Can you imagine walking like that for how many years? How many people know she was bound? Right? What did Jesus say? All right, I'm getting, I can't say it like this. What did Jesus say? <laughs> what did Jesus say? <laughs> Thou art loose. <laughs> he said, woman, thou art loose. And what happened? Yeah, she straightened up. Did he bind something on her? No, he loosed her. You're loose from that situation. See? How do I know what the bond and loose says Holy Ghost? You know, you can't, you better not get in the scripture without the Holy Ghost. You get so bound up. We need the Holy Ghost. He tells us what to say. You praying God for healing? Well, you know, I'm going to read, by the stripes I'm healed. That's good. But that's not what you might need to say in that situation. Well, Pastor, you just make it hard. No, no, no. Trying to make it easy. And I'm not saying that he's saying it. It's easy once you learn. Once you train. Isn't it easy? And you train. It's hard when you're training, right? But once you train, isn't it easy? 
I, we were talking about this the other day. Back, way back when, when I first started teaching, when we did the report cards, oh man, we had to get the grades, and they had, my first year of teaching, I had to have a calculator, so we had to take all the grades and all the tests, and, and we average them together and do what we need to do and come up with a grade. Now remember, I have five classes with 20-some kids in the class. I ain't figured that out, okay? I had to do that for at least 100 students four times a year. Or, okay, school term. All right? We had to add just head. Now, you, some of you can't even... Young people, you can't even think about that today, can you? <laughs> Adding up stuff. You can do that. You add stuff in your head. Remember? Can, can you? Yeah. Okay, he can do that. He's pretty good in math. He can add up stuff. But can you imagine doing that? And then somebody came with, I did a calculator. <laughs> Man, I thought, but you know what? You still have to learn how to use that. And there's some people that rather do it in the head than use the calculator. So I let's go through all that. Let's come up to, you know, just a few years ago, we, uh, we start putting the, the grades. We had the calculator, then we calculate everything up. But we got to a place with the new technology. We start using the computer. You know, there are older teachers. They were ready to retire. The older teachers, they refused to learn how to use the computer to do things, and it's better for them to leave. And they left. And I'm looking at it, yeah, it was, it was hard in training, learning, but I'm so glad I learned how to use a computer. And I'm so glad in the year I left, all we had to do is push the, put the grades in, tap one button, all the grades are calculated, ready to go. And then we, they, then they pushed the button, and all the grades from all the teachers went over to the main computer, ready to be printed. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. But the process of training us took time, and you didn't want to do that because you're trying to learn a new system. So that's why somebody said, well, Pastor, this is so hard. You mean, but it's not hard because... We learn all you got to do is say it. But it's so hard because we've been used to doing it the other way. We've been used to toiling and toiling and toiling. I got to do it this way and I got to do this way. But when he said, all you got to do is say it in faith. Isn't that easier? But the training of it, the training of it. So, Pastor, you mean there's some things I got to know what to say to bond and loose? And I got to, yeah. But when you get it, it's easy. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we're going to close here. Whatsoever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Now, here's, what, here's how the Lord gave me this scripture a couple weeks ago. There's junk that when you look at the mirror, there's some other stuff. When you go to look at the word of God, you're not going to see yourself rich. You won't, especially you got issues going on in your body, you're not going to see yourself healed. But you got to take that word and keep it in front of you until the process changes in your thinking. Then your thinking change. That doesn't happen overnight. Okay? But what you do, this would say, you got to bind that thing. Okay? 
That thing, that, that enemy, that, that spirit looking at you, don't you know there's spirits out there too? The spirit, these demonic spirits don't want us to get ahead, don't want you to prosper, don't want you to go forth. Matter of fact, Pastor Harry was telling me uh, he had a vision, and we're talking about the incident that took place in Charlottesville, uh, and it's been happening. He said, the Lord showed him in a dream. He said, that's a spirit. See? You know? If I'm fighting, you know, let me say one of them, a, a white brother, he's fighting me, the devil's sitting back laughing. And I think it's him, he thinks it's me. That's a spirit behind that. Well, you know, for we wrestle not against what? Flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities and powers. We ain't learned that yet. That's why siblings can fight each other. Born again siblings. Saved, filled with the Holy Ghost. Speaking in tongues siblings can still fight each other. Spouses, families, still fighting each other. Why? Because they haven't looked in the mirror or continued in the mirror to see, I'm not wrestling against flesh and blood. This is what before me is, is, is there something behind this? There's something behind this. There's something behind this. There's something behind this. What's behind this? It's a spirit. And so the Lord showed him this big, and he, God sent him to rescue this man because this big serpent had him. And the Lord sent him to rescue him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Better you than me. <laughs> and he said he went, when he got close to where this thing, uh, head was in the man, he said the ground started to move. And he looked down. It wasn't a ground. It was a serpent. That's how big the thing was. And he made the statement. He said racism will never leave this country. I haven't left in all these years. It's not going anywhere. People going to be fighting people. Black going to fight white. And I heard this one is not even really about just black people. Okay. <laughs> because there's a spirit. Can, can y'all see that? What could be holding your finances back? Spirit. Yeah, why people destroy for lack of knowledge. What keeps us from getting that knowledge? There's spirits. There's spiritual forces that's holding us back. We have to make a decision. I'm going to bind this. I'm binding this out of my life. I'm loosing the power of the Holy Spirit in my life. I'm loosing. What do you need to loose? I'm loosing healing. I'm binding that spirit of infirmity. I'm loosing people from their infirmity. I'm loosing them. How do you learn all this? Through the Word. Hallelujah. Come on, let's stand to our feet. Glory. Thank you for listening to the Become a Light Today podcast. Family Life Christian Fellowship services are every Sunday at 11 a.m. and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Call area code 856-430-6365 or visit us online today at familylifeonline.org for more information.